and welcome to Dental Tech Chat. I am your host, Allie, and I have the pleasure to introduce you to Dr. Miul Patel. He is our dentist in Trenton, Michigan at the South Shore Dental, and welcome to our podcast. We are so glad to have you here today. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Well, I have really seen that you have some really awesome advanced technology in your practice, and I'm so happy to have you on here to explain that to our listeners today. And I wanted to let our listeners know Dr. Patel earned his undergraduate degree in biology and physiology in Michigan State University, and then he attended the University of Michigan School, where he received his Doctor of Dental Surgery degree while completing his doctoral. He received the Comprehensive Care Award for Excellence in Patient Care. Dr. Patel also continued his education at the University of California in Los Angeles, where he completed a two-year postgraduate implant surgery course. So with all this amazing, amazing academia, I wanted to say thank you again. And it's really interesting because you got to go from getting your dental, you know, education and then going into implants, which I think must be great because it's how you wanted to maybe get into a lot of the technology you've been using in your practice. Absolutely. Yeah, the implant journey has been a long one. That was just one of the courses I took, but I don't have any one institution I committed to. I've gone through mm -hmm. many different institutions, but yes, it's allowed me to do what I do today. Definitely. And I think that's just great. I mean, it's definitely a long journey. Like you said, many dentists, I know it's not an easy course to get through and I want to mend you on getting through that. And it's so great the uh, care you can give to your patients now having that education and really helping their teeth for that long overhaul because a lot of times you know you can do a lot more at your practice being able to offer that and I think that is so wonderful that you can take care of a lot of not only your general dentistry but a lot of cosmetic as well having that implant. Absolutely I think, I think people just hate being referred out for every little thing you know they're running to this office for this procedure this office I mean having the ability to do everything here um, in one under one roof is definitely so convenient for them it makes it easier for their financing, their treatment, communicating, you know, the whole whole nine yards, so to speak, so. Yeah, I think really being in that inclusive office too, like you're saying, they don't have to keep jumping from different offices and can get more procedures done at, and you know, getting more of their treatments done in one practice has gotta be so beneficial, so that's great. Yeah, absolutely. What, what helps me is I get to plan everything from start to finish, so if it, you know, when it, it's seamless that way, we, we do, we plan it from uh, the prosthetic stage and backwards. Also sit on the Michigan Dental Association Board of Members and participate in several charitable dental organizations. His goal is to provide the latest and most advanced procedures using the modern materials and the most current technology. So recently you did join the University of Michigan School of Dentistry as adjacent clinical professor. So have you been really enjoying this journey and how has that been going for you? Yeah, it's been great. So I, I started a couple of years ago as adjunct, uh, you know, professor. I, I teach the undergrad students in clinic. I love giving the students a real world perspective. I mean, nothing gets me more excited than that. You know, they just, I remember being a student. You, you're just lost and you're just stressed and you're just trying to get through it. But it's nice for students to know there's a better way to practice or there's a different way I want to say to practice using technology um, that the university doesn't necessarily have. Right. And um, right. just giving them clinical pearls after 20, you know, over 20 years of practicing, there's a lot of wisdom, a lot of frustrations and mm -hmm. you, you pick up a lot of information that you can share. So it's nice to be able to do that. It, it energizes me just to be with these guys, you know, they just, uh, I get more out of it, I think than they do. So it's been fun. 
be so great. Like you said, I would, it's gotta be so cool to see like the new, the new dentists that are going to be stepping in and you kind of like, you know, hand off your wisdom, which I think's above and beyond what you can do the best for most practicing someone getting into the industry. You want to give them your, ed your education, your knowledge, your advice to let them know, Hey, it's not so scary on the other side, but put the work in and kind of give them that next step. Absolutely. And, and really it's important them to understand that your learning will actually begin after you graduate. That is so important with CE and, you know, just constantly um, learning new techniques, new technology, getting mentors. I mean, they come out of school and, and listen, we didn't learn anything. We barely knew how to do a proper filling, right? Once you get out, um, there's, it's a different world. And, you know, there's the whole business side of dentistry too that you must master. So, I mean, they love getting the pearls. That's for sure. Those pearls, you know, give them those um, tips and advice in advance to let them know, hey, learn, you know, your terminology here. Make sure you understand, you know, your basics. But I think that hands-on, like you're saying, getting into the door, learning behind with the dentist. has got to be like the number one key aspect of success. Really getting your hands in there and watching, mentoring. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, great. So I wanted you to maybe tell me your story and how much got you started into dentistry and, um, you know, getting into wanting to teach also, like why you want to teach the dentistry to the students. So, I mean, I, I went to dental school, I'll be honest. Uh, my family was pushing me to go into medicine, uh, becoming a physician. My dad was a physician. My sister became a physician. A lot of my family members are physicians. And mm -hmm. I never saw my dad growing up. He was always on call, always stressed out, working late hours, basically six, seven days a week. And I'm like, man, I love science. I love healthcare. I love helping people, but I don't want to work this hard or this many hours. Right. So it was, it was a lifestyle, you know, lifestyle choice. Uh, and really that's, that was the main thing to me. I wanted to be in the healthcare profession, but I wanted a balance between work and home life. So that's why I chose dentistry. As far as teaching goes, honestly, Ali, I did not ever think I would go back to the dental school. I mean, they break you, right? They, they, they break you, yes. They break you. And, and lots you, of hours. Have, it's lots of hours. They don't make you feel good as a student about yourself. Um, they break you down. And after years and years of um, clinical practice, I'm like, you know, these students need someone who's still working, mm -hmm. who's out there every day seeing patients, and they need a new, fresh perspective. So I thought, let me just try this. It might be a good way to give back, um, also help these younger students out and let them know what's possible. And, you know, I went, I, I applied, I got in, um, started teaching and it was great. I mean, the students were very thankful about just learning real world dentistry, to be honest with you, and just getting a, you know, perspective on basically even how to like just once you graduate what you should do right you know whether you should start a practice or go work for someone just being able to be a mentor and offer them some advice that's all so really amazing that you can accommodate that and also just be there for the students because like you said that real world experience and like that you're actually working and seeing the patients they're going to actually take a lot from that and hear your experience with them and i think envelop it and get the excitement and also know why they're working so hard even after being broken down it's like, you know, you have those drives, like you said, let it be, you want the flexibility, but you really want to, you know, help your patients, help people in the world. And I think giving people smiles that they can appreciate and love. I mean, that's got to be such a rewarding experience. And I think it's so amazing the work that dentists get to do. And it's so cool to like 
learn about what you guys are using in your practices and the technology you guys get to use to help create the amazing smiles. So this brings me into my first question. Diamond in the Rough is going to be a piece of technology you're using in your practice that not maybe every practice knows about. That's been a big advantage to your practice. So that's a great question. Um, I think for me, it's my 3D cone beam. It's really improved the way I see things and how I diagnose. And frankly, look, patients are seeing a two-dimensional view. I'm seeing a two-dimensional view of a tooth. You can only get so much information. The 3D uh, world changes everything. Um, you can diagnose better. I think patients, when they look at these scans, they understand better. Uh, you know, dentistry is not just about saving teeth anymore. It's also about saving the bone. Uh, it's also about seeing, like, for example, if you do a root canal and the root canal fails or there's a crack in the tooth, there's no way you can tell from a regular x-ray what's really going on, the true picture. With 3D, it's a game changer. I mean, I've seen little shadows, um, what we call periapical pathology, you know, little cysts or something forming, and you do a 3D cone beam, and now it's like, wow, I can't believe this is traveling over here, or it's you know, destroying this much bone or it's, you know, whatever it is, if it's a fracture where it's truly going, things like that. So right. I think that really changed my world, especially since I place implants, it allowed me to do things in a guided surgical fashion. That means using the digital technology uh, with my labs and planning our cases properly before we even touch the patient. That's huge. Yeah, the digital diagnostic quality on those are just absolutely amazing. They're astonishing how much you can like see like around the whole entire mouse and the structure. And like you said, seeing those really small like impacts or fractures and seeing where like the tooth has already been impacted and there's already a small issue that you can fix from seeing it right away. Because, you know, two-dimensional image, like you said, you might not have caught something this small, but with that 3D image, you're going to see way more. It's blown up. And I think it gives really great image quality, which again, which would really help with you guys with the diagnoses of the tooth issue. And you can show it to your patient right away, which I've got to think it is so awesome to see those 3D images and it really blows your patients away. And then it really helps with your guys' treatment procedure. Absolutely. There is a wow factor with it for sure. When the patients see you take slices of these teeth and images of the jaw and see it, you know, on a big TV while you're diagnosing and explaining. And, and, Honestly, it really allows them to understand what's truly going on versus a 2D image and you're just pointing things out. They have no clue. So, yeah. yeah. And if you guys would, do you mind telling me the 3D cone beam you have in your office that you're using? I have one uh, called Vatech and uh, I did a lot of research and uh, it just, for the price point, it's been excellent. Their customer service has been great. And frankly, I haven't had any issues with it. Um, They've been very good with supporting me on learning and, you know, anytime I have a question, they'll give me free tutorials, live tutorials, all that stuff. So, yeah. Well, it's excellent to hear that they're going above and beyond with the customer service because, you know, a lot of times if something goes down and you, the training aspect on technology is really where it's at. And if they can give you good training, then they're definitely doing something right because a lot of times you get a new piece of technology, it can be very hard to work with, but having the right company and you're working with that, and that's really good to hear. Yeah, no, they're being great, yeah. So this brings me to my uh, no risk, no reward. So this is a piece of technology you've bought for the office that maybe was not, you didn't know was gonna be a big advantage, but it has been a big payoff in the practice. So this, I, I don't know if I'd consider equipment, but there's a software actually yeah. that has been really, really helpful to us. It's called Dental Intelligence. We call it Dental Intel. 
Okay. And it's basically like a dashboard that has all this data that it extrapolates from my practice software, which is Dentrix. So, you know, my staff can easily get a snapshot of the day and get data right at their fingertips in various departments. And, you know, they can utilize it to even, um, you know, if let's say we're short um, with our production goals, they can easily see a dashboard with all the patients coming in, what outstanding treatment they have, how much insurance they have, what they've done, what they haven't done, who diagnosed it, who the hygienist was last time they saw. And we can just like move them forward quickly and get, you know, maybe their treatment even before they even walk in, you know, we can like have it on paper and have everything broken down for them. So it's very efficient. But I, I would say that's probably the, been the game changer for my staff more than me. Yeah, I was about to say, it seems like it's really going to streamline everything and it keeps everyone connected and it's going to keep your flow very, very smooth throughout the day. So there's no like hiccups. You're not looking for something. It just, everything's at one place and it can be logged on to from various ops in the Absolutely. practice. Yep. So but it's okay. more it's more to extrapolate data and use it to make uh, informed decisions. So what, what happens a lot of times is we're making decisions based on feelings and emotions. This is truly extrapolating all the data and basically it's in one uh, platform, right? Like what was the reason you wanted to implement this into your practice? Like, and it's like you said, it's been a huge game changer for the staff. So like that's really great to hear. Yeah. So, so I used to have to go through a lot of reports, right? My, yes. my, my office manager would put a bunch of reports on my desk, stacks and stacks. I don't have time for that. This gives it all in a concise, clear fashion. I mean, it really is slick. Um, every morning we do a morning huddle. We know all the patients, what their treatment needs are, what's outstanding, what they've done, when the last time their hygiene was done, uh, who they referred, who saw them last, we have little notes in there about their dislikes and likes. Um, so it's so efficient that way. It's so nice, you know, just to grab that one piece of software and have all the data we need. For example, I can see, um, I have three hygienists. We can see, you know, uh, and I have a couple associates. We can see which team performed better as far as even treatment acceptance goes. I mean, data like that is so valuable. Very valuable. Yeah. And that's really um, a very interesting like piece of software and the tool that you're saying it really just helps kind of streamline the process and make sure that everyone gets the same information and that it really just lays out your day for you. So that's Absolutely. really great. Yeah. So we, we start every morning. They have actually a morning huddle function and it just basically gives you, you know, all the information you need for that day and where the holes are, where uh, things can be modified, changed quickly rather than sorting through different reports, so. Well, thank you for sharing with us that uh, piece of software. And I think a lot of dentists, if you know, they're trying to exactly, like you're saying, go more paperless. There's a lot of options out there, but it's really great to hear that this one's been really a game changer for you and your staff. And that it's really been helping you set with that efficiency piece because it can get a little, like you said, if you're just all with papers, it's a lot to look at and get mixed up or it doesn't get checked properly. And then you're like, oh, did we, did this person get referred, did it not? So it's really great that that can all just be in one document already ready to go. Absolutely. Awesome. I would now like to ask you the flop. So the flop is maybe a piece of technology or anything in your office that you might have bought that you just thought well, you were going to use, but unfortunately just haven't really used much and maybe didn't really love the purchase. 
So that's easy because I'm getting anxiety about it right now. Okay. <laughs> Just thinking about the flops. So it's it's really my CAD CAM system. It's my milling system. So I know it's very popular. You have, you know, Plan Mecca, you have Surak, some yes. of the big ones. So this piece of equipment I bought um, one year, just thought I would love CAD CAM and wanted to incorporate it without really critically thinking about it, right? Um, mm -hmm. But that has been something that's really not been utilized well, and I don't think I've gotten a good ROI on it at all. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough because, like you said, sometimes I think it really does come down to the research piece, like you said, and like actually really knowing like the client base and who's coming into the office. Not that the, you couldn't get those patients implemented into the practice, right? It's just like you're saying, it just hasn't been as much ROI that you anticipated. Right. So, so basically, it what it allows you to do is to mill crowns and onlays yes. and stuff in one visit, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, it does save time in the sense that the patient doesn't have to come back for a second appointment. Right. But what I didn't realize is that there's so many changes that have to come with it within the office on how you practice, the training, the learning curve. Yes. Uh, you know, let's say your average bill is about 120 per crown. You mm -hmm. really have to do 17 units uh, and mill 17 units a month uh, at a minimum to break even or make some profit. Right. And I do a lot of big cases, uh, multiple units. It really slowed me down because, you know, once you mill it, you have to try it in, uh, you have to adjust it, then you have to center it in an oven. And it is a lot of time. And it yeah. just, it slowed me down. It can be used very efficiently, uh, but there are a lot of things that have to fall into place, right? Your staff has to be trained. Um, you, the learning curve has to be uh, quick to implement it. The way you schedule has to be very efficient. It just, it, it's not working for me. And um, I'd rather just prep, scan, and ship it to the lab and get, a, you know, lab crown back. Right. Yeah, so. Just a lot of process. Like you said, there's a lot of steps and just like implementing that. So like you said, it can be used efficiently. It just depends on how the practice and how you want to like, you know, like you said, it's just slowing you down and you're and how you run your daily operation. I think you need to sit down and really think things through of how you're going to change. And you got to be willing to change the way you yes. do things, right? All of our dentists, um, when you go to implement technology into your practice, what was the, one of the biggest factors when you go to implement, how would you share some advice when you're getting started with dental technology? Wow. That's uh that's a loaded question. So I think before you buy any technology, um, it's really important to decide that you're going to want to change something. What I mean is, you know, let's say with this CAD CAM, like instead of just going out and buying it, I think you have to sit down and look at how your practice is running, how the technology is going to change your practice and the way you do things. Is your staff going to be able to learn it quickly? Are they willing to learn it? Uh, what is the cost? You know, what's the ongoing training? What are the uh, long-term costs, right? With equipment maintenance and management and supplies, things like that. I don't think right. many of us think about all these things, but I think that's really important to sit down and critically think about that piece of technology. That's number one. Um, Number two, I think, you know, if you're going to buy a piece of technology that you think will benefit you, um, make sure you're talking to a lot of dentists who are using it, find out, you know, what's working for them, what hasn't worked for them, um, basically kind of interview them, right? Because they might yeah. have some really good pearls about 
um, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, which company you should go with. Um, I think also thinking about which company is huge because you got to get the training you need and make sure they're available. If you have repairs or you have, uh, you know, something doesn't work or stops working, how quickly can they get in, fix it? How willing are they to, you know, replace it without a lot of added costs, things like that. So there's a lot to think about. Yeah, a lot of big key factors. I think you really hit on some really great points. And I think that's very beneficial when thinking about implementing technology. So I know a lot of our listeners are going to definitely take the critical thinking aspect into play because a lot of dentists, I think, like you said, there's going to be change and you've got to know it's coming and you're going to have to know the learning curves that are going to come with the change. So know what specialty you're using and like for like what procedures you're going to be doing for your patients. Absolutely. Like what treatments. And I think that really helps guide, you know, like you say, your critical thinking on what piece of technology you're going to implement into the practice. So really, like you're saying, I think that's a key takeaway is that critical thinking and knowing how it's going to implement and how it's going to change your daily, you know, flow of your work in the practice. You got it. I know a lot of our listeners are definitely been, you know, like adding, like you said, that 3D CT comb beam, that's got to be huge. That CT just does so much. That's one of the big hot topics right now. And that's really great to hear that it's going so well in your practice. So it's definitely a big key factor. A lot of our dentists are jumping into and getting an implant. Yeah, I mean, if you're placing implants, it's the standard of care now. You can't diagnose off of, you know, two-dimensional. There's just, yeah, no way. Absolutely, so. Well, thank you for all of your wonderful information, your knowledge, and I just know you have such a great passion and care for the industry, and you are just such a caring and kind dentist, and thank you for being on our podcast today. It was so wonderful having you. Well, thank you. This was fun. I'm I'm glad uh, we got to do this, and thank you for having me again. You're very welcome. It was so exciting, and I hope you have a great day. Thanks. You too, Ellie. Take care. Thanks. You as well. It was so great having Dr. Patel on our podcast today. He recently joined the University School of Michigan of Dentistry as an adjunct professor, where he goes over his love for teaching undergraduate students, and he really gets excited to talk to them about real-world experience and the practice that you don't always get to go over in the university. He really goes over a huge piece of technology that's been a big game changer in his practice that he enjoys is his 3D comb beam and how this helps with doing diagnosis treatment and getting a huge wow fact with his patients and seeing a 3D image of their mouth. He next goes over his no risk, no reward, which is his dental software he uses in his practice, which is dental intelligence. This helps with getting it all paperless and helping getting data and chart information all into one sector and having an easy layout for integration and showing all of his team how to find different charts and data in his practice. Also, he likes the team huddle function of dental intelligence because it helps show his layout for the day and filling in his schedule and having an easy, streamlined, efficient process in his practice. If you'd like to learn more about Dr. Patel and what he offers at his practice, make sure to go visit him in Trenton, Michigan, if you're in the area at South Shore Dental. Dr. Patel is such a kind and caring dentist who wants to go above and beyond for his patients and using the latest and greatest technology that he is so passionate about implementing in his practice. You can also see him on social media on Facebook and Instagram at South Shore Dental. Thank you so much to our listeners for following our podcast and supporting. If you guys would like to stay in tune with our new episodes, please make sure to click the bell notification so you don't miss out on our new episodes. Thank you so much for watching. Please like and subscribe for more videos on our YouTube channel and have a great day.